guys. Welcome to the first episode of 2022. All right, y'all, we got a whole another year to make podcast episodes. I'm so excited. So to kick it off, I did an interview with my friend, Barbara, B-Bossarella. <laughs> and that is what she is. She is a total boss. She is a serial entrepreneur, a life coach, and host of Jesus Please Holla Back podcast. So you already know this episode had some gems. So just just prepare yourselves for that. And also, I want to <laughs> apologize in advance because we had a special guest appearance by my daughter. And and then at one point, Barbara just disappeared on us. I don't know what happened. So, and then I probably, we could have kept going for probably like another 30 minutes just chatting. But I had mommy duties calling. So, but we got the audio, okay? We got the recording. And, uh... You can hear everything, so because I've heard horror stories, and I hope I don't wish this on nobody, and I hope it never happens to me where people have done interviews and then like it doesn't save or they lose the recording, and I was nervous about that happening, but it didn't happen. So without further ado, here is my episode with Barbara, and um, I'm excited to share this with you guys. I hope it blesses y'all, and here's to another year of more episodes. I'm gonna be coming to you guys twice a month all right that's my little goal to start off consistently so i'll be back with you guys next week with a solo episode so here we go let's get into it hey guys welcome to another episode of get up 10 i'm really excited so i'm here with my friend barbara b bossarella and i already know we're about to have a great discussion so hey girl Hey, how y'all doing? Hey, get up 10. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> I'm cracking up because I definitely is like take three because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Let's go with it. It's fine. Exactly. That, that's, that is it. Go. We just go with the flow here. Yes. So I'm really excited to have this conversation. And I also want to thank you because we were supposed to have this conversation last week, but so I was under the weather and I did not want to be coughing every two seconds. That's that just not cute. So yeah, thank you. I got you. <laughs> thank you. I am so excited as well. I'm honored to be a guest on Get Up 10. I'm so excited. Yes. Here we are. It's happening. It is. It is. <laughs> Hopefully one day, like my podcast will blow up and then people will like come back to this episode. I'm just going to put that out there. But let's, let's, let's speak it and believe it. That's it. So get up 10 is all about, I mean, if I had to put it in one word, no, I'm going to say two words. It's really about resilience and authenticity. Wait, before I get into this, I just want to say for the listeners, Barbara is my friend in real life. <laughs> I've known her. I don't even know how many years it's been now, but we have like a mutual friend and we needed somebody, well, my family, and I say we, we needed somebody to like do our hair and then um, Barbara was referred to us and it was lit. She would come to my house to do my hair and she had me looking cute. For a while and so my mom was like wait a minute I could I could do this <laughs> but we still remain friends and she is blossoming as a woman as an entrepreneur so I'm just really excited for what she's gonna share so 
our first oh, oh we have a special guest naomi hi, hi. <laughs> our other guest of the podcast <laughs> yes okay so yeah get up 10 is all about resilience <laughs> that's so hilarious she's like oh she's hi. recording now this is this is my time to shine. I exactly. love it. I love it. I'm like, where is your babysitter? <laughs> so Get Up 10 is all about resilience and authenticity. And so I named it after Cardi B. Um, I don't know if I would get that decision later in life, but for now, <laughs> it is what it is. We love Cardi. <laughs> after um her song get up 10 which says knock me down nine times but i get up 10 and i just think like resilience is so key to life if you're going to be successful so when is it time or times you know however much you want to share that life has knocked you down oh how long is this podcast oh my goodness well so there was I want to say there was there was definitely a season when you asked me that question my mind goes back to a particular season in life where I was um kind of newly on my own in a way I had moved upstate from our hometown and I was living um Albany New York whoop whoop (laughs) and you know I had gotten my first apartment and um man did life come for me okay I just remember thinking like this can't be is this really adulthood because I was like early 20s I was like 20 21 22 around there and I was like is this adulthood like it was just one thing after the other but one particular uh one particular situation that I remember happening that like (laughs) like literally if that was not life punching me in my throat so basically the backstory is that like you know I had purchased my first car um I had a car before then like I had started driving my parents had gotten me a car but this was my first car that I went and purchased with my own money it was my first car no you know insurance was like undermining I was you know I was doing the thing okay I was doing the thing and um things were fine things were fine for a second I was in school I was working full-time everything was great so basically I had to kind of um switch jobs I had to change jobs and I people will be like yeah I'm between jobs because it means that they don't have a job but this was literally me being between jobs like I had to leave one job because of my school schedule but I had gotten hired for another job but I, I wasn't starting for like two months they had hired me two months prior, but because there were so many people coming in, um, they had like a mass orientation basically. So in that two month span, okay, in that two month span, um, I, I had to stop working, obviously. I had to stop working because of school. School was already going on. So I couldn't work my day job because that's when my, my school hours were, or yeah, basically. Um, and so I remember having to still pay my car note. So with the bank that I had my car note, I had my car note and a personal loan. So what I decided in my mind was, 
excuse me, I'm going to pay my car note because I need a car, right? <laughs> got to gotta make sure, you know, the little bit of money I had saved up and the little bit of money I had to last me those two months until I started the other job. I was going to pay my car note, the rent and all that good stuff. Well, the bank, the manager at the bank had other plans for me. So what I was doing was paying my car note, but not paying the personal loan, right? <laughs> because again, I'm early 20s. You know, I think I got this. I think I'm, I'm an adult and I'm thriving. I'm responsible and I'm just doing the thing. I got everything covered. So I was like, well, the personal loan, yeah, it'll mess up my credit for a little bit. But, you know, by the time I start working this other job and start getting paid, I'll just catch up on the personal loan payments. But I'm not going to let the car note, you know, go be be um you know the word yeah that word so <laughs> so what happened was i was making my car payments and this particular loan manager or whatever she was i felt like she was a loan shark really um she was going in and she was cutting my payment in half at the time i didn't even know this was legal to be honest with you when i after the fact like when i realized what happened it was too late but basically Basically, she was going in and cutting my payments in half and applying some of the money to the loan and some of the money to my car. Well, what happens is now my car payments are not in full. Long story short, my car gets repossessed. And when I tell you I was devastated, I am hours away from home. It's not like I have a whole bunch of people around that can like give me rides and, you know, I'm still working a full time. So by this time, so this this takes if you know anything about like repossessions and any any of that stuff it takes months before you know it takes months of late payments or non-payment to for it to catch up so by the time everything caught up i didn't even realize this is what she was doing but by the time everything caught up i had already started the new job so i started the new job and one faithful saturday morning it's really not funny but one Saturday morning <laughs> I got up and you know as you I just kind of had a routine I was off that Saturday and I just got up and you know before I fixed myself a breakfast you know I just kind of like to take a take a peruse around the apartment look outside the window well this particular Saturday I looked outside the window and my car wasn't outside and I was just like wait what's happening here what, what's going on and I'm like, I lived in, at that point, I lived in a pretty safe, pretty residential neighborhood. So I'm like, I know my car wasn't stolen. Like, what is going on? Wouldn't you know it? The bank had my car repossessed. And when I when I put two, two together, now I'm calling around. I don't know who to call. I'm like, do I call the cops? Like, what do I do? So basically, it was it was the bank. When I called the bank, thankfully, by this time, the bank hadn't been closed because, you know, usually banks will close earlier on a Saturday, right? So by this time, I had called the bank and, you know, I gave them my thing and I'm like, could it be? But I'm like, I've been, I've been paying, but I had a gut feeling because, you know, it, call it intuition, call it something. I'm like, I know something went wrong with the bank because, like I said, I hadn't been paying the loan. But did I ever expect them to be cutting the payment? Absolutely not. So basically, I got someone on the phone at the bank. They explained what it was to me. They explained what happened. 
and they gave me the information for where they um, took my car. And let me just say, it was nowhere near where I lived. I don't know if they do this on purpose. I don't know if it was an upstate New York thing. I, I don't know. But in any event, <clears throat> that is a particular moment <laughs> where I felt like Definitely got this cannot down. be happening. Yes. Okay. <laughs> this That's cannot be crazy. happening. I, yes. I had to take cabs to work. I had to like, to, and again, this is a newer gig now. This is a newer job. I'm working for like, you know, a pretty well-known insurance company at the time. I'm making way more money. So like everything just did not make sense. So now I have to get up extra early, pay a cab. At that point, the, the cabs up there were like $20 each way. It was just a mess. It was a mess. But when I tell you I got knocked down, that was. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. They got me. They got me. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get back up from that oh oh man okay so wow so I've been through some things in life right but this particular situation is probably forever like just in my brain like it's forever tattooed on my brain I can't get rid of it because I really feel like it was a turning point so I'm glad you asked right so basically I like I said I was making better money I had called home you know kind of a daddy's girl so I had called <laughs> called my dad and I told him what happened and um and so he you know he sent me the money to kind of like pay so now at this point they if they when they repo your car not only do you have to pay whatever the balance you owe the bank for the for the car loan but now you have to pay like a daily whatever it is for wherever they're keeping your car they're charging you by the day so it came to be a lot it came it it, it ended up being a lot of money so basically he i don't remember the figures to be honest with you so I don't want to make anything up but it came to be a lot of money so my dad was able to send me some money and at this point um I I had to now take a cab I, I was still I was still going to work it's not like I can call out I'm just starting this job so that day it snowed <clears throat> of course it snowed it <laughs> yeah there's always some kind of precipitation right just to make it things worse for dramatic effect or something <laughs> yes that's exactly what it felt like I was like what is happening but yeah so that particular day it snowed it snowed in the morning like like as usual while you know until I can figure out my life to go get my car back I was taking these taxis to work so now I had planned so now I, you know, I had the whole plan in my mind. I'm like, I'm going to go to work. Um, now that I have the money, I've cleared everything up with the bank. I can go get the car. But now I had to go to work and then from work, take a cab to go get my car. But the thing is, you have to go by a certain time because the place closed. And like I said, this place was nowhere near where I lived. So now I had to like leave in the middle of the day thank god for my uh my supervisor at the time she was just so understanding i didn't necessarily explain everything that happened 
I just said, I'm in a bind and I have to go pick up my car because it was embarrassing. You know what I mean? Like it was embarrassing yeah. at the time. Like, yeah, you know, I didn't want to have to explain to people, oh yeah, I got my car repo because, you know, I was being like neglectful with this personal loan that I had with the bank, whatever. So she was understanding. So I took a cab from work. Mind you, this is half a day, right? Um, this is mid work day. I'm thinking this place, I think I mapped it out on my phone. It was like, I want to say like a maybe a 30 minute drive, maybe 45 minute drive. But now that I'm thinking about it, it was way farther than that. So I don't even know what I expected. <laughs> I don't even know why I expected to be back to to be back at work so much sooner. But anyways, I got a cab. The cab was this lovely African man. He was so nice to me. And, you know, he was kind of, you know, I'm telling him the story on the way there. Um, so I had I had to go to the bank, get the remainder of the money, because now not only did I have to settle it with the bank, when I get to this place, this uh, I don't I don't I still don't know what to call it, but <laughs> wherever they keep all the, the cards. When I get to this place, I have to settle whatever they were charging me every day that they had my car. So Do you remember the, like how many days it was? Oh my gosh, it must have been like it had to be a solid like two weeks. Okay. Those were like okay. the longest. I don't know why I was longest like two months, weeks. but yeah. No, 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 it wasn't months. I I would not have been able to, <laughs> to survive <laughs> months without my car because again, I was like I was full time. I was working full time and I was going to school. I had to drive to school, which was mm -hmm. the reason why I had to switch jobs to begin with so okay. I wouldn't have made it I definitely okay. wouldn't have made it <laughs> but I'm I know I'm saying it's two weeks and I know people go way longer than that without cars but no nah, it was you, the longest two weeks of my New life York, like you need a car even like Rocket exactly County, which is exactly. upstate like real New Yorkers but whatever I'm not right. going to get into that it's <laughs> we need cars <laughs> it's upstate to the city right but this is like actual actual upstate where we yeah. live is not really upstate but actual actual <laughs> upstate so yeah so like it was two weeks but it was the longest two weeks of my life and let's just say they were charging I don't know maybe like 35 40 40 dollars a day that adds up very quickly yeah okay so times that by 14 especially when right? you're in college exactly it was just the worst it was just the worst so basically this um so the cab driver brings me up there and you know we're driving we're driving we're driving and driving some more and driving some more and he's he was saying like he made a comment he was just like you know I really feel like they put these cars so much farther from you on purpose so that you're like you know you're kind of discouraged to want to come get it and I just was like I'm getting my car today I know when I left my house that morning I was like today's the day I am picking up my car I don't care if I have to fight I mean I don't condone violence don't fight <laughs> but <laughs> but like it was just you know so just speaking of how I overcame like I feel like that situation just did something to me like something came alive in me that day like a beast arose in me that day it was just like we're not taking no for an answer we're getting the car and let me tell you so we finally get up there I get to the spot where I got to get the car they have me in a waiting room it felt like a little bit of a 
jail processing. Now, and I don't even know what that looks like in real life. Thank God I don't know what a jail process looks like. I hope you like. never find out. But if out. I had, I, I never want to find out. I hope I never find out. But if I had to imagine what it's like, I feel like it would be like that. It was just whatever. So I finally, you know, um, I uh, get the I get the payment to them or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, unfortunately, you have to pay an extra, however much it was." I think I was short. Oh, I was short because I paid the cab. That's what it was. I was short with cash because I had to pay the cab. So when I got there, I was thinking to myself, like, "Well, whatever's left, I could just charge it on on my debit card." Well, get this. They were just like, "Oh yeah, sorry." There's a big sign that says cash only of course so now I'm like yeah so now I'm like great so remember I said it had been snowing this whole time I had rain boots on <laughs> like a clown because in my mind I was just gonna get there pay the money and hop in my car and drive back to work I didn't think anything of it I didn't think I was gonna have to be walking anywhere but when they said that they're just like yeah I'm so sorry man you have to like we need cash like we don't we don't do checks we don't do you know cards anything like that I was like oh my gosh that's so, so sketchy. Now, it was it was but at the time I'm not thinking I'm just like frustrated I'm yeah. cold I'm just you know I'm desperate because I'm like I need <laughs> to get this car so now there's just like oh there's a there's a store like you know it's like a convenience store like down the road um they have an ATM and I'm like oh great okay great so now I'm walking to this ATM and it's snow, it's ice, it's slush. I have rain boots on, my toes are about to fall off. I get to this place, I think it was called Stewart's, if I'm not mistaken. So I yes, get to this Stewart's. That's upstate New York yes, for sure. That's up, so you already know, you already know, right? They got the ice cream. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. So I finally get to Stewart's and I'm huffing and I'm puffing and I'm huffing and I'm puffing. So I get there. And I go to the ATM. Well, guess what? The ATM is denying me because apparently my bank account had um, had like, a, you know, a limit on how much I can take out for the day. And I had never oh taken gosh. out that much money. So now I have a limit, right? So it just... This story is frustrating me. <laughs> okay. Can I tell you everything that could go wrong did? So now I got to get on the phone with the bank to... Um, to increase my limit for the day so that I can use it to ATM. Okay. All right. So I don't even, I never have to edit my interviews, but this one I'm going to have to edit because it's, it's too good. It's too good. I'm that's what you. it is. Like this, <laughs> the story is just driving me crazy. And then now I had to pause twice, but it's fine. It's everything's fine. <laughs> We're professional. It's, fine. <laughs> it's all going to be fine. Don't even worry about it. We're fine. Okay. So yes. you're on the phone with the bank. You had to increase your limits so you can use the ATM and then what? Yes. And so now my phone is starting to die on me. It's like giving me 7%. It's giving me 5%. Now it's on 4%. And I'm still on hold waiting for whoever's manager to come on the phone and approve this temporary increase, right? And literally, I'm down to the last second, okay? 2% battery 
and it was an older phone at the time so the battery was not was not going to stick with me the whole time so finally when i tell you the final final hour the lady comes on the phone and she's like okay you know she has to verify i am who i am and i'm just like i just need it for this one day ma'am like that's all i need please hit your button because my phone's about to die and i'm looking at these people like they do have a pay phone but like who wants to go through all that right so finally she increases the limit she said this is the increase for the day after uh 12 p.m or whatever it's gonna be whatever after a day or something it'll go back to my regular limit and i'm like that's fine that's fine so i get the rest of the money out the atm now i walk back i walk, <laughs> I walk back to this place where my car is and again i go and sit in this little cold little cell and finally the guy comes and he could just see the look on my face I don't know if it was anger that he saw. I don't know if it was like, I don't know what it was he saw in my face. I don't know if it was frustration. I don't know if it was desperation, but I could just tell he was scared to approach me. <laughs> he was scared to say anything to me at that point. And he walked up to me so scared. This young boy, he was just so scared. He was like, ma'am, um, I'm sorry to inform you, but we can't give you the car without without your license please <laughs> oh my gosh I mean but 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 I knew this though so the license plate was in my like I had like a little book bag with me the license plate was in my book bag he didn't know this so when I pulled out my license plate the look of relief on this guy's face <laughs> you would have thought you would have thought it was his car <laughs> Like, I just, I could just tell that everything that I was feeling in that moment, that whole day, you could just see it on my face because I just seen the fear in his face. <laughs> so anyways, I give him the license plates and he was just like, okay. And I guess like, you know, again, it had snowed. This is winter. They had to like, you know, go get the car. And it's like a sea of cars. Okay. It's like a whole big lot of full of cars. And they had to go get it wherever it was and, um, you know, start it up, make sure it warmed up. They cleaned off the snow for me. And, <laughs> and I'm in this room and I'm just praying to myself. I'm, I will, you know, I'm praying to God, but I'm like, kind of like silently praying. And I'm just like, I'm getting my car today. Like, God, please don't let them come back and tell me there's anything else. Please let the car be okay. I, I just can't like at that point I'm like I'm done I fought <laughs> I've done all I could do to get here I did everything I, I knew to do I have no more fight in me left for today <laughs> like I just can't do it so mind you my phone is dead now by this time my phone has completely died and now we're hours we're hours into this thing mind you I think I had told my boss that I would be back like in an hour this is, we're going on like two and a half hours now. And I hadn't been able to reach out to her because my phone died. So now I'm like, great, I'm gonna get fired. Like, here we are, like just everything, everything, everything. But I am so happy to say that everything was fine after that. They put the license plates on my car. I got in the car and I had, um, I had to, I, I think, 
I'm trying to think. I think I might have had like a um a charger in the car that I forgot about. So I was a plug I was able to plug up the car and put the GPS on because again, I don't know where I am. So I had to plug that up and then drive back to work. And I had to like text my boss on the way and explain to her, like, I'm so sorry, I'm on my way back. You know, my phone had died. I just got to my car and the charger's in the car and so on and so forth. So I made it back with the car. But I, I gave you that whole story to say. <laughs> when I tell you that overcoming moment was like a mindset shift, it was a mindset shift in that I think I proved to myself or like maybe the situation was really just supposed to show me like you can no longer be a woe is me. You can no longer just let life happen to you things that may go wrong in your life, and, and, and it will, things are going to go wrong. You can no longer have the attitude of, oh no, what will I do? No, clearly you're a fighter. Clearly you're gonna go for what you absolutely want. Clearly you are gonna fight tooth and nail, even if your big toe was about to fall off, because when I tell you it was so cold <laughs> that day, okay? <laughs> With my rain boots, like, what are you doing? Girl, what are you doing? <laughs> but yeah, like it just was, it just was a turning point. And it was like, you're a fighter. You're gonna make it through whatever it is that, you know, comes your way. And you've proven that because everything that could come come your way did. And you oh, I almost gave up. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna hold you. I wanted to give up. I wanted to because it was, just, it was, was you know, you ever see Even just listening like to cold, you talk about it. I'm yes. just like, I can't. <laughs> and this happened years ago. This happened so many years ago. And when I tell you it was like it happened yesterday, that's how fresh it is. And I'm glad that it's fresh because like I said, that mindset of you're going to fight. And if you want it, you're going to do what it takes to 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 get it. Like that's never left me so that's pretty much how I overcame that girl I that's how that love that. <laughs> <laughs> okay so yes. I don't know like feel free to disagree or like correct or whatever but mm-hmm. I've noticed on social media there's like all these posts about like oh I don't want to be a strong woman anymore like I want to be gentle or I want to be soft or whatever like have you seen those type of posts mm-hmm yes yeah and like I I get it I'm not I'm not even gonna like like knock anybody like I totally get where it's coming from but at the same time I'm like that's cute but that's not like the reality of life and especially like now that I have a daughter I'm like nah like we're raising warriors over here all right like I'm raising a fighter like no (laughs) yeah yeah so I love that I love that story. So I'm, I'm glad you brought it. I'm glad you brought that up, right? Because while the fight is still in me, I think I think a lot is to be said about having a balance. I think yes, balance is beautiful, right? Now mm-hmm. I now I know why people are saying that because, and I don't know if you're familiar with Clubhouse, but I'm in these Clubhouse feeds, and I hear a lot of like conversations centered around that very thing and how like you know whether it's the topic is men want a woman who's going to submit or like they're just we're just listening to men talk about what they what they don't like about women or what they like about women or 
you know what I mean? Or how to keep a man one-on-one, whatever, that kind of stuff. And for the most part, I do hear a lot of men say the same thing. Like, we don't want to feel like we're like competing. We don't want to feel like we're in a relationship with someone that we have to compete. Like, you're not going to be the boss of me. If I'm supposed to be the man of the house, then let me do that because that's my role. And I absolutely agree. I can agree now, but my 21, 22-year-old self probably wouldn't have agreed. Not going to lie. Not going to lie about that. But who I am now, I agree with that. I agree in wanting to be gentle. I agree in wanting to be softer. I think, though, the like I said, the magic is in the balance. And I really feel like the magic is in being that warrior when it's necessary when it's necessary when it matters like in this case it was very necessary okay because nobody was going to be able to fight that battle for me nobody was going to be able to do what I needed to do for me you know what I mean but at the same time like you know I'm still single in these streets single and thriving in abundance (laughs) but I can imagine you know when I do get married there's some things that you know I've had to be quote unquote strong and independent about that I'm gonna have to scale back a bit and and I'm 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 kind of learning that now I'm practicing that now because you're not gonna change overnight it just doesn't work that way so I am practicing and I do I do agree that you should be gentle but I think if I can give you any advice or any um I don't know. Any suggestions I should say? Because I feel like I never want to give people advice when they're raising kids, obviously, because I don't have kids yet. But I feel like your what would be like amazing about your job and raising your daughter is to teach her the balance. Let her see you being strong, but let all let her also see you being like soft and gentle and loving. So she knows there's a balance there and she knows when each you know side is appropriate yeah. and I feel like at that point who gonna check you like who, <laughs> who gonna check you you know but I yeah, love it. that's what I think about that <laughs> I completely agree with you like yeah. even when I think about my own upbringing like I did not struggle growing up <laughs> I'm definitely from the middle class okay <laughs> <laughs> the burbs we're from the burbs <laughs> <Eight four> five. <laughs> yes yeah but what gave me a sense for like resiliency and and learn and like that warrior spirit um mm-hmm. I really feel like it came from sports honestly like I've learned so many mm-hmm. life lessons from playing basketball all the years that I did and in soccer and track but really basketball because I love basketball (laughs) yeah and I definitely even I think about it now and I don't know if I've done episodes on this before or if I will have to in the future but like even to this day I think about how I feel like one life lesson that I really learned from basketball is like how to choose your battles I guess you could say Mm -hmm. because yeah there's a difference between like I need to show up and it doesn't matter how I feel. I need to push through and know that I'll be all right. And then there's like another side where it's like, no, like I, I, I'm not okay. This is not my battle. I need to stand down. And right. I feel like I learned that at an early age and it's definitely 
helpful as an adult for sure but sometimes I'd be questioning myself I'm like am I being soft (laughs) (laughs) let me tell you you have learned in your in your well in your adolescence I guess something that a lot of like older adults are still trying to tackle picking their battles wow wow (laughs) I'll just say that because it's so true I see some people who are even like way older than me and I'm 30 something again thriving in abundance but uh (laughs) I see people that are way older than me and I'm just like everything doesn't need to be a fight it just can't always be this serious like you know what I mean if you oh if you're always ready to go you how will you have energy for the time when it matters I'm just saying that's just that's just my thing though it's true it's true all right speaking of motherhood and mom life (laughs) <laughs> we mm-hmm. it has a special guest appearance again yes. so i feel bad because <laughs> she got um two more shots today she's been doing really Ooh. good today though so. and i, I think okay. my mom is getting tired <laughs> oh well you'll have to have like a special episode with just her because clearly she oh needs just to wait till she starts okay. talking just wait <laughs> oh my gosh that girl is a clown she's so funny like i I must be heard but yes (laughs) okay so I'm gonna wrap up with three questions I like to do for fun so the first question is about travel and we just pretend that corona does not exist Mm -hmm. yeah and yeah I won't even I can't even say that the world is back to normal because I don't think we'll ever be back to normal but you know it's not Mm -hmm. there's Mm -hmm. just we're just imagine that we're in a in a, in a better place <laughs> yes. so that being said like what's one place that you would love to travel to oh my gosh one place only Do I, only I know I know <laughs> <laughs> um I would love to go back to Africa actually You've like been? I've been there does that count oh, that's so that cool because I've yeah. already been there so I where did go, you go the first time go I actually went to Ghana okay um and I would absolutely go back like I I really feel like eventually I want to go to like just about every country in Africa but yeah so far I've only scratched Ghana (laughs) so far I've only been to Ghana (laughs) um and even that little corner of you know West Africa was just so amazing so beautiful I absolutely want to go back for sure I love that Okay, and then mm. what's a song that you got on repeat right now? A song? Oh, okay. So my playlist is real. It could be a little bipolar, okay, because That's I got fine. like gospel, I got reggae, I got Haitian Kova, like this a lot. <laughs> but one song that comes to mind, I I can't remember. Oh. I can't think of who sings it, but it's called The Blessing. The uh, name is right on the tip of my head, but it's, is it it's Carrie called Joe? The Blessing. Yes, yes. Is that you say yes. I don't know. Yeah. yeah I, I know, yeah, I see it. But yeah, The Blessing, like when I tell you, I get in my car and it's on blast, okay? <laughs> like, and then right after her is like a reggae joint. But you know, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that's such a powerful song especially like it came out in 2020 and it was just like right on time 
I definitely, I just remember like, first of all, when it came out, everybody was playing it and like declaring it. <laughs> and I remember when I was in the hospital mm-hmm. after I had my daughter, I definitely was playing that and like singing it over her. <laughs> that is definitely yep. an anthem. I actually saw definitely. her perform it. I watched Passion Conference um, a couple mm-hmm. weekends ago and she performed with yeah. her husband, Cody Carnes, and they did that song. So that was cool. And lastly, beautiful, beautiful song. Yes. yes, it really is my daughter is screaming <laughs> so <laughs> the last question <laughs> can you share um a book that either so it could be something that you're reading right now that's really good or like something that you've read already but you just feel like it needs to be shared so a book recommendation if you oh okay can I do two of course I'll do two can I do... okay so the first book I have read and I'm actually going to re-list. I've read it in you know physical form, but I'm actually going to re-listen to it on Audible. Shameless plug. <laughs> I love Audible. <laughs> well, not a. Sh- they need yeah, to right? sponsor like, me. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm trying exactly. to get a partnership. <laughs> yes. So the first book is called Wholeness by um, Torrey Roberts. Yes. Some people may know he's the pastor of One LA in California. Um, that book is amazing. Highly recommend for anyone at any stage in life it's just it's amazing yeah. right the, the just the title wholeness like period right mm-hmm. the second book I'm actually in the middle of that now and it is just blessing my life it's called think and grow rich the black choice oh yes, now, a lot of that. People, yeah a lot of people might be familiar with think and grow rich by Napoleon Hill from like yeah, yeah, years yeah. and years and years ago this book is actually um think and grow rich um I I'm mad that I forget the, the, the guy's like, name. Um, Dennis Kembro? Des- yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. So he, so it's basically still with Napoleon Hill technically because he took the concept of the book and he kind of, but he makes it into, um, you know, it's kind of like more geared and towards um, Black people. And yeah. I love that because Black, okay? Yes. So yeah, that, <laughs> is, that book is absolutely blessing me. And it's not just about growing rich. It's not just about money. It's about just mindset. And I exactly. feel like mindset goes so far. But yeah, that's absolutely yeah. a recommendation. You gotta get, first, yes, because if you get your mind right, like the money's going to come. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, those are my two recommendations for sure. So good. Thank you. And it's yeah. funny that you mentioned wholeness because I did read that book when it first came out. And then I ended up giving it to my my ex (laughs) 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 he was not my ex and I gave it to him like I was being a supportive friend I'm sure yeah of course (laughs) but then we ended up breaking up and like I never got the book back which is fine because I'm not even you know some people are real petty when they break up and they're like step back but I'm not like that type it's fine oh that's fine hopefully he'll read it you know I hope I hope he'll get his mind right (laughs) yeah but sometimes I wish like I still had the book so maybe I'll have to buy another one or something because I get it on audible I feel like that is a book that you need the hard copy just because it's it's like that good yeah I would totally buy it again all right so do you have any last words that you want to share oh my gosh only that I am so honored to have been on your podcast this is like I said my first um podcast interview I do have my own podcast but I have yes plug your podcast oh okay (laughs) if you insist (laughs) (laughs) of course 
So my podcast is called Jesus Please Holla Back. You can find it on Apple, Spotify, just about anywhere else you listen to your favorite podcast. Um, we're getting our lives back. We're getting our minds right. And we're still, you know, we're, we're telling Jesus to please holla back because we yes. need answers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I'm so glad that I was able to do this. And just full circle moment, we were, you were talking about the hair earlier. And I'm like, wow, like, I just remember you know, doing your hair at your house and you would be telling me about like basketball practice and different things that were going on at like, you know, on your team and stuff. So like, this is what I know. This is way back in the way back. Okay. And look at us now at that point, you could have never told me that I would even be interested in podcasts at all, (laughs) like let alone podcasting myself. So I'm so glad. And obviously I'm extremely proud of you like you I've just seen you grow so much and I just love it and I'm just you know I'm I'm here and I'm smiling and it's making my heart happy to see how much you've grown and it's just amazing so yeah that's it that's it I love this conversation I feel like we could totally keep going but we won't of course of and course even, I'll have to come back you know oh yes 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 part two for sure so and you'll have to come on Jesus please holla back and what? we're just gonna keep yes. it going like that I would love that <laughs> thank you friend <laughs> thank you have a good night thanks bye Bye.